Welcome to Conversations Across the Lake with Megan Melissa, a podcast that dives deep below the surface of the self-help world. We are two friends here to create a community of unconditional self-acceptance and love. Join our fun, intuitive conversations as we get curious about our connections with others, and most importantly, the one we have with ourselves. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get vulnerable. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Meg. It's so good to see you today and to see our guest, Casey Joy. (gasps) Hi, Casey. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. I think we do this every time we have a guest, Melissa, but like every time I'm even more excited than today. (laughs) It is. And we've been talking about this for a while, having Casey on. And so I think the three of us have had just some anticipation. We've been so excited. I know. And we all know each other really well. So it's, it's going to be a really good conversation, I think, today between friends and, you know, spiritual sisters, I would say. So we're so excited to have you. Yeah, we're going to get vulnerable on this episode. (laughs) How vulnerable do you want to get, Casey? (laughs) (laughs) I'm game. I'm game. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get vulnerable. Yay. Well, welcome, Casey. I just want to introduce everybody here to Casey Joy of Casey Joy Healing. So welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. So good. So Casey, before we really dive in, can you just give a little synopsis of who you are, kind of what your story is, how you got to this point, um, really anything that you want to share with our lovely listeners? Hmm, that is a great question. <laughs> who is Casey Joy? I feel like um, I've just come to discover myself over the last nine months, really, Two years ago, I started this healing journey. I got fired from a kid's pastor's position for being gay and have just really stepped into embracing who I am. I got fired and within like two months, I proposed to my now wife, Sarah. And yeah, so we chose our last name, Joy. Um, Just like, who did we want to be, right? Like if names are so important, Joy is what we wanted our foundation to be. And who do we want to show up in the world as? Who do we want to show up in our household as? What do we want to give the world? And so joy just seemed so fitting for us and our family. And it's like, it's just so true for us. And um, yeah, I feel like that's a really important part of me is my name. So real quick, not to interrupt you, but you can actually choose your last name. When you get married. So you, yeah. did you have to like go through like the court system or you just chose, you both decided it was going to be joy? Um, we did have to go through the court system so that, um, but yes, when you get married, you do not have to do like the traditional church thing of taking on your spouse's last name. You can like file a petition and go through your county clerk's office and choose a different Oh my goodness. I had no idea. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That is so cool. I don't even, I didn't think I even knew that about you. That's so amazing. Yeah. I don't think I knew that story either, Casey. I I just like, I I mean, I know the story of of you guys meeting and being like in this beautiful relationship, but I did not know that you got to choose your name, which I think is, it's such a statement for all of our listeners because it's really like who we are in this world really is up to us. And it's up to us to to choose that. And I just love that you Mm -hmm. like, did that and then created such like because even when I say your name or hear your name 
it's, I get so excited because I think you really do spark joy and partially it's not really just your name. I mean, you're a very, you know, beautiful, joyful person and that it's anybody that meets you would know that. So, but it's just, it's so amazing. I love that. Wow. I think I thought that it was your middle name. Like a lot of people now are using their first middle name. They don't always want to use last name anymore. So I don't know. I think I just assumed that you just went by first. And that is an amazing story. I love that so much. Okay. <laughs> okay keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we, digress. we digress a fair amount on this show. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am a mom of three. I got pregnant my senior year of high school. Got pregnant like a year and a half later. My second human. And then I got pregnant with my third one when I was married and doing things right, quote unquote, right, in regards to like the biblical sense. Um, and so I feel like, yeah, my my spiritual journey has been a lot of unraveling the belief systems that I've had within the church and beginning to know like, who who am I at my core? And I feel like the parts of me that make me me are my curiosity with spirituality and with spirituality, I just mean like all the realms, right? Like it doesn't have to just be within the church. And I thought growing up up until two years ago that that's what it meant. I had to be like confined into Christianity and follow the rules and follow the regulations. And I really struggled with embracing my sexuality because it wasn't accepted within the church. And I kind of laugh because like, I would have like an astrology book on my bookshelf and I would hear people be like, how do you, how do you have an astrology book next to like a Jesus book? And I just remember like always being like, I don't know, Jesus made the stars people. (laughs) Um, And so I think I just have come to know to like unravel and become who I want to be and who do I want to show up in the world as. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I am Casey Joy. I oh. am Casey. That is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. I love that story so much. So I guess on that note, how much are you involved with the church? Like how have you kind of made that your own? Yeah. So I'm not involved in the church at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, there, there just has been so much church hurt, Melissa, like um, over the years of, I'd say 10 years of church hurt of, wrestling with my sexuality and if I was gay then I was going to go to hell and if I'm gay and I'm going to go to hell I'm also sending my children to hell and so it was just like when I thought that I had found the church that really was LGBT friendly and then they weren't I was like I don't know that I could ever find the actual church that could wholeheartedly embrace sexuality I think Mm -hmm. there are beautiful elements within the church, right? I don't think that every single church hurts the gay community. Um, It's just been my experience. And so for me, I just am not involved at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. I know when my parents got divorced, I was 11 or 12. And, you know, I went to youth group, we went to church, all the things. And I felt very discriminated against because my parents were divorced. And it's like, this is supposed to be a place that's you know, where you go to heal and they had, you know, programs for divorced kids. But then, you know, my parents were treated, they, they weren't treated the best. Let's just say that. But I think, I mean, it, it is to be said, because I think on what we talk about a lot on here is finding, finding help within yourself and connecting with your true self. And 
there's really good pieces of religion and, and spirituality and whatever people believe. But uh, I think anytime that there's a force that's trying to disconnect you from yourself, then maybe it's not the right thing for you. So I think each person can look at their spiritual place and see if that is supported. But from my experience as well, in also a Christian way, I've also had the same experience where it has not been very friendly for me to to really like find the true versions of myself that I, I love. And now what I know is so true is so disconnected. And I don't, I think it'd be really hard for me to go back to find an organized religion that I would find a place in. Um, but I, I know that's not everybody's story, but I think it's something to be said because I think that relates to the connection with self and what we're trying to help people do. <laughs> it takes a lot of courage to do that. I mean, it takes a lot of courage, A, to even just dive in and really get to know yourself. But then when you have to make these decisions and kind of construct a completely different life for yourself, that goes against the grain. We've talked about that on the show too, going against the grain. I mean, that takes a lot of guts and a lot of courage. So. Yeah. kudos to you honey yeah thank you yeah, yeah Casey you're a brave woman and you mm-hmm. I mean you inspire Melissa and I all the time and I'm I'm glad that we have you here to inspire other people and that's I love that so I think kind of, it kind of like goes into the next subject of like you are now in the world to help people I mean you're you're a healer and so maybe you can talk about that and how you're starting um, this new adventure this new business and you you quit your full-time job to do this <laughs> We're all like giggling because we're so happy for you. Um, You're just your little butterfly wings are coming out. So yes, so amazing. Casey Joy Healing. So can you just explain that a little bit? Um, And for those listeners maybe are a little newer to this space, like people might hear healing and they might have some emotion around that. So can you kind of just explain a little bit what that means for you and your business? Yeah, for me and my business, I think it just, it's like, however somebody shows up in the space of wanting to work with me, whatever that's like, whatever they bring to the table, you know, on their plate, whatever's showing up next for them that needs to be healed, we can work through and process and heal that together. And then like, well, what does healing mean? I don't, I don't really know that I fully know how to answer the question, because I feel like healing is such a a process, right? It like, it seems like it's ongoing. It seems like it's kind of scattered, scattered and messy a little bit. Sometimes I'm like, I'll have a session with somebody and I'll be like, I have no idea what happened. But then within like 24 or 48 hours later, I'm hearing from my clients and they're like, so much has opened up. And it's like, there's like magic that's happening in these sessions. And so I'm like, the healing, I guess, is just like whatever is opening up, whatever is next for a person to go through, whatever layer needs to be looked at and looked underneath to be able mm. to create like a little bit more space and room in somebody's life. Oh, so beautiful. And I know you also work with past life regression. Yes. So that's something we really wanted to talk about on this episode because, again, kind of with the church thing, I think people think about this concept of past lives and they get a little nervous, you know, it really goes against maybe some of the things that they grew up believing. Um, so yeah, how did you get into that? How did, how did that find you? Ooh, that is such a good question. I was listening to a podcast. I can't even, I think it was Sahara Rose's podcast and on, on it, 
she was talking about past life and she was interviewing somebody. And I was like, wait. So the story that was being told on this podcast was that the uh, a mother and son in this lifetime had like the little boy had realized that in a previous life, he was Babe Ruth. <laughs> and oh, wow. yes. And in this lifetime, the mom was also the mother to Babe Ruth. So they had traveled to this lifetime together. And um, so I'm listening to this podcast and I'm just like, so intrigued. And I was on my way to Portland, Oregon. And I told my best friend, I was like, have you ever heard of this thing like past lives? And she's like, oh my word, I cannot believe I've never shared the book with you. Many lives, many masters. <gasps> oh, oh, best book. Such so a amazing. good book. Oh my God. Yeah. Just have to check. We'll, we'll put notes. Yes. Yep. We'll, we'll, link, we'll link the book on there because it's amazing. It's such an incredible book. And so we had this conversation about it. And by the time I had gotten home from her house, the book was waiting on my front porch and I read it in like a day. And then I was like, I need, I need more of this. This is so fascinating. How can like stuff from like previous lifetimes, our soul is traveling into this lifetime. And it just like totally opened up this whole new world for me. But I do believe I wouldn't have been ready for that book prior to the moment that it showed up on my doorstep. Mm. Yeah, of course. There's always a divine unfolding, right? When we're ready, <laughs> the tools appear, right? So I was like doing all of the reading, having lots of fascinating conversations with um, my best friend and Sarah and some girls from work. And, and then the pandemic hit last year. And I, the dentist office that I was working for, we had to shut down here in Michigan. And I'm like, what could I do with my time? I had already signed up for the vitalist school and I'm like, I wish there was something online that I could learn. And it was like within 24 hours, it showed up that I could do the quantum healing hypnosis therapy, which is past life regression. And I could do this whole training online while at home in the middle of a pandemic. And so I was just like, okay, let me sign up for this. And I, I, I went through the training and the first session I had, I was like, this, this is a modality I'm meant to be doing and practicing in the world. Like mm -hmm. it felt so natural for me. Um, and it was just like a beautiful unfolding of showing somebody their past lives and how does it, how does it carry over to this lifetime? How can it help them now and the most important lifetime, which is now? Which is now. So what does the, you, you mentioned hypnosis. I've never been through a session with you yet, <laughs> but how, like, what does a normal session look like? I mean, do you take them into this sort of hypnotic state? I mean, what do you, what do you do? It ends up being like a three to five hour session. So the first half of it really is just like a beautiful interview, getting to, like, if Melissa or Megan, if you were to come and have a session with me, I would sit down and have a conversation with you for a few hours, just really getting to know you, getting to know your life story. What are some of the things that you're struggling with in this lifetime? Do you have any body ailments that you're struggling with? Um, and then we move into the hypnosis part. We're like, 
laying down in this beautiful, soft, comfortable bed. Um, and I just take you into this like hypnotic trance of, um, it's the same state as dream as like the dream state. So when you're dreaming and vivid pictures and colors, then it's like right before you go into your REM cycle and you get to connect to your spiritual masters and your spiritual guides and your divine team that helps you through this lifetime. And so you get to go back and visit one to three past lives and figure out what was the message from those lifetimes that you need to know now. And then you get to connect to the masters, to your subconscious, and ask the questions that you want to know about this lifetime. You know, why do you like keep getting tripped up on the one thing? What is the one life lesson that you need to learn? What is your life purpose? Where do you want to live? What does it look like? Just all of those beautiful life profound questions that you want answers to. And because you're connected to the deepest part of you, your subconscious, answer, like your, your questions are answered like rapid fire, no hesitation. And the moment that your subconscious comes in, it's like the energy totally just changes in the room of like, there's the most powerful human. Mm. or or at least the most powerful part of this human right so then when you're coming out of the hypnosis state I am hearing from clients that they're feeling like they're more connected to themselves they're more connected to their inner wisdom to their subconscious to their divine team and then going through this lifetime becomes easier there is more healing there is more freedom there is more abundance to be had Oh, so it makes you want to do it just right now. So you say it's one to three past lives. I mean, obviously we, I mean, I, I believe, I don't really know that we have more than that. So then can you do multiple sessions or is there really just the main couple that, that someone focuses on? Oh yeah. You can, you can always do more than one session. So during the hypnosis state, you can be like, I could ask, is this something that you would want to do again? And almost always everybody's like, yes, of course. And so then you get to pick a, a key word to three word phrase that would allow you to get into this hypnotic state again. And then you just revisit past lives. You might, you might like enter the same past life if there's still a lesson to be learned from that lifetime. So that's how you would know if you're going back to a certain life more than once, then there's probably something you haven't learned from that lifetime that you're, that you're missing to bring forward. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, I am so, I feel like I could talk about this for hours upon hours. Um, so one more question for you. The other day I was listening to a podcast um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I love him. And he was talking about past lives and how, there really isn't a past, present, future. There's just now. And so then all of these lives are sort of stacked on top of each other. Like it's not really in the past. Like what's your take on that? Mm, I mean, if time doesn't actually exist, right? Then yeah, of course. But I think for, I mean, for like my human brain, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yesterday actually existed and tomorrow will exist. And I don't know that time all is just like, and one streamline. So mm -hmm. I'm open to the concept. Just my human brain is like, no, thanks. 
I'm not yeah. angry. <laughs> Time well, is such, yeah. It's, it's so interesting. And I think because it's also like, this is what our world is now, but maybe that's not every world or every dimension too, right? So it, it's just kind of like, it made me think of, I heard, um, it was also, it was, it was an astrology podcast. Look how we're all podcast themed. Yeah. <laughs> Making this podcast. Um, but talking about how even for animals, like time is different. You know, horses have a, a certain lifespan. Dogs have a certain lifespan. So for each of us, time is different. And if we think about it in our, in our world now, like imagine if we're thinking about it in different dimensions or different times. But I, I do have a question too, Casey, for you. I, as a child, always felt like I really knew my past life. Like I had a, a strong knowing of it. Like, and I know I've shared this with Melissa because honestly, when I met Melissa, I felt like we probably knew each other in this exact past life that I'm remembering. And it has something to do with like, like the West, the wild West and horses and like, you know, covered wagons, which were all the things I was obsessed with as a child. And still, if you know me, I'm still obsessed with horses. So that has never gone away. But I definitely like pushed that away. You know, the older I got and the more that society was telling me, oh, there's no past lives. But now I'm coming back and thinking like, was that real? And 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 do you feel that other, other clients that you have have similar experiences like that, that they're bringing to the table? Just curious. Yeah. So I do know, yes, other clients, have felt that way but the portal when we're born up until about eight nine years old you like are still connected to the soul's lifetime prior to this lifetime right like that's when you're most connected to the spirit world and so it like it's no surprise when we're when we're children or when you were a child that you could remember this past life um and almost it sounds like vividly right mm -hmm that I I would not doubt for a second that you and Melissa were in that lifetime together and that it was 100% real. Wow. I'm like tearing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I know when you first told me that too, it was like, and this was maybe a little bit before I really kind of dove into this work, but I just felt that knowing too. I was like, oh yeah. It was just a sense of knowing you, knowing. I mean, we all probably were. I mean, right? Souls travel and your little soul families. Yeah. So souls travel in pack. So I remember Megan, my first time meeting you in person in this lifetime being like, wait, you don't even live in Michigan. Like, I know I just feel so yeah. connected to you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like sure that we had met before, but like in real life, like I was like, oh, maybe we met at, cause we were in the same vitalist school. So I was like, maybe we met at a previous event or we, we went through all of it and yeah, nothing, but I just felt like I knew you it's the same. And of course, that sounds crazy to the, the listeners right now. But again, I think I think that we're all here because of that. Like we're all finding each other again. And interesting, we're finding each other on this connection to self, this connection to spirit, like again. So it's like we're coming back and then we're all we're all finding each other again on this mm -hmm. path. And it's, on the you know. healing journey, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if, if we look at your story, Megan, like you, you being connected to that story, to that past life as a child and really remembering it and vividly and vivid picture. Right. Um, I would suggest for listeners, if they have some sort of similar experience sitting with yourself and, and just like meditating on it, what was it like for you? 
what it, you know, the memories that you do have, what did it feel like? What feels important from those stories? You know, is it that in this lifetime, you're still called to be connected to horses? Is it in this lifetime, then you're more intentional with your relationship with Melissa? You know, do you need to go travel to the wild west? Right. And just like get curious, just really get curious. There's really no right or wrong way as far as like being able to tap into the past lives. Sure, you could do a session. I think that if something's coming up for you, just being curious, sitting with yourself, journaling about it, um, feeling the feelings of what it was like to be in that past life. And then how, if you are being called to bring it into this lifetime, how can you make that happen? Mm-hmm. I love wow. that so much and I'm already it's I already can feel some of those things and now that I'm because you guys know because I've, I've I've expressed this to you in you know when we've been in person but like I have been taking horseback riding lessons again for example and I'm actually going to Sedona next week so <laughs> Casey I think all of your advice <laughs> <laughs> might check, be already check, check. in the work <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I think just to offer to the listeners, like, stop, stop that voice that's telling yourself that you're crazy. You know, maybe it's not that you're crazy. Maybe there's something there. And instead of judging it, why don't you just sit with it for a little bit? And that I think that can, that can go on for a lot of things, but especially like past life regression, you know, you know, we're stop judging yourself. Like, there's, there's a reason this stuff is coming up. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Just connect with yourself, sit with yourself. Casey, that's just the best advice really for anything. Just sit with yourself, get quiet, let your body get quiet, let your mind get still and just connect. Megan, I have already learned so many things from you. So how do you set yourself up for your day or how do you go through your day with intention and and self-care? I love this question. I feel like I'm just finally starting a new routine now that I've been home for a whole day and a half from the dentist's (laughs) office. Congratulations. Um, (laughs) But even prior to, I would just like wake up with enough time to at least sit down and enjoy my coffee versus like waking up scatterbrained and not really being able to enjoy it so I would say sitting down with a nice cup of coffee enjoying it while reading um and just starting my day off like really slow but with something that I love to read so for me and I love coffee so for me starting my day off with enjoyment is sets me up for success and I just have to say to our listeners that Casey makes the best coffee Last time we were together at a retreat, she literally brought her own coffee maker, her own creamer, just for our little like room. And it was, I was, I totally made fun of you at first, Casey, but then I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. She <laughs> does not mess around when it comes to her coffee. Right? It needs oh, to taste it. good. So our next question was, what are you currently reading right now? What book did you read this morning? Yeah, so I am currently reading Fuck Like a Goddess, and I believe the author is Alexandra Roxo. So it really is just like another spiritual healing journey tool book, but like really being able to like get in tune with our, like for me, I've been able to get in tune with like my sexual desires, let go of any sexual shame that I have within my body or at least in my mind. Um, There's some like really cool journal prompts. I'm hoping there are some like 
cool sex prompts in the book by <laughs> only halfway through. <laughs> Please tell us if there are. I'm obviously going to read this book too, but I will totally want to know more about this. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, new book on my list for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I am. I'm already, we were, we were chatting before we started recording and I was like, you can't tell us Casey until we're on the podcast. Right. I'm so <laughs> interested. <laughs> no, but it I is. Want- it's like the sexuality in our culture is just, it's terrifying actually. So it's amazing that there are books out there like that to help women and men um, really connect to that place and connect with their sexuality. So amazing we can't wait to read we can't wait to read it especially for us women I feel like we get you know we're so shamed about our sexuality and what we do with it and how we use it and the more that we can celebrate it and have a platform for women to celebrate their sexuality like I think I think we all owe it to each other as women to do that because hey we've we're here we make babies like give (laughs) us some more credit (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah yeah well Casey it's been so wonderful to have this conversation with you and um we'll definitely we're going to link all of your um, info on the show notes so people um can reach out to you but how if somebody was interested would they be able to reach out to you to set up their own past life regression or their own healing session oh yeah that's a great question so currently I feel like the best way to get a hold of me is Instagram I'm my my website is in the work. Yeah, no worries. We'll mm-hmm. put your, we'll put the link for your Instagram so people can reach out, um, set up an appointment with you. And yeah, I know Melissa and I are definitely, you know, that we're going to be doing our past life regression coming up and we'll, I think we're going to have to have you back to talk about the past life regression. Once we'll before. have you back, girl. We'll have you back. <laughs> You're going to be back. Believe me. Come on here whenever you want. And I'm like, <laughs> I cannot wait to find out like, I know I've met both of you before in a lifetime and I'm so excited to figure out where that was. Oh my god. Maybe gosh. we were all three in the same lifetime. I don't know. That what would make I sense. Know? I mean, it, it would, would make, make sense. sense. Or maybe it's more than one lifetime. That's the other thing too. Totally. Mm. Yes. Well, so stay good. tuned to everybody. So good. Yes, right? <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> uh, well, Casey, we love you so, so much. Thank you, our sweet friend, for being on here. And yeah, until next time, friends, listeners, we'll see you across the lake for our next conversation. See you across the lake, ladies. <laughs>